That was a quiet in. Uh, maybe it was just quiet in my ears. No, it's quiet. The intro is very quiet in the ears. Okay, we'll, well adjust it. Sorry, everybody. I don't give a shit. It is what no, it is. Looking here, fine. Yeah. I don't give a Screw shit. Screw you. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Screw you. Who you think you are? Maybe it's just the freaking knobs are still weird. I don't know. Yeah, man. Playing with the knobs too much. Yeah. <laughs> Quit knobbing around over there. Uh, anyways, <laughs> jeez. Uh, yeah. So it's gonna be a fun one. Well, the Super Bowl happened. Everybody's happy. We just had Valentine's. Are they all happy? I don't uh, think Well, Bengals are pissed. The Bengals fans. <laughs> well, Bengals. You just say, like, everyone's happy. That's true. There's a, a whole city, Cincinnati, not feeling so good. I think there's a lot of people. But anyways, I, I, I didn't care. I was happy that uh, yeah. Stafford won. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah, we were talking about that. How he's He was on the Lions for almost a decade and just shitty fucking team. <sighs> yeah. Finally got the win. From what I understand, though, him and his wife are pretty pretty cool people. Yeah. Well, they have four girls. Yeah. And it made me think of you because you have three girls. And oh, that's close enough. You know, <laughs> we're getting there. Uh, no, it was it was you know. Well, I didn't get to watch it, so I don't want to say it's a good game. This is uh, in the future. Yeah. We're talking to the future. We're talking to the future people. Uh, but no, we had a we had a good conversation on the last podcast, guys. Go check it out. We talked about the uh, halftime show. I'm uh, kind of, you know, was there anything weird about it? Well, yeah, and we talked about Trump. Talked we talked about, about Durham, and the Durham investigation is coming out with this whole tech team crap. Yeah. And we just noticed something that uh, Trump said J- Robert Durham, not John Durham, Robert in his Durham. statement. He did. And we just read that straight on through. We didn't even fucking acknowledge it. We didn't even see it until we were writing up the... No, Chris was like, "Yeah, wait a second. Yeah. Isn't it John? Yeah. That's how he said it, I think. I was literally like finishing out our end of show shit, and I was like... Yeah. Wait, his name's not Robert. Yeah, you went like what? Yeah. What? what, what, what? So, John? Yeah. So it's just to, weird. Just to clarify, Trump put out a statement on whatever program he is it Getter probably his website or something his website. And so we were reading his official statement that I think Liz Harrington forwarded on Twitter. Yeah. And he, instead of saying John Durham, he said Robert Durham, which is the founder or who this is. John Durham is the guy who's running the investigation people, right? Yeah, but Robert Durham. Robert Durham is the guy who created the he Durham invented boat. invented the Durham boat. The which, boat George Washington used to cross the Delaware. Yeah, to go slit some throats like a fucking badass. Okay. Which, you know, during the may wreck. not seem like much, but if you look back, there are some references in the, the good old Q days. Yeah. And so, I, you know, when, when we were talking about it, literally we finished up the show. We do a consecutive show, which is this show. And as soon as we were done, Chris made that, and I was like, whoa. And we were all just like, why would he do that? Like, nobody fact-checks him? Like, come on. Yeah, why would he say Robert Durham? And Robert Durham happens to be the inventor of this boat? Happens to be referenced. Yeah. In some things. Uh, So, I don't know. Maybe that's something that you can all look into, try to figure yeah. out. Like, uh, So, that there's the beautiful Durham boat. Uh, the infamous picture. Dude, there's some weird shit about it. And uh, you know what? There's some weird stuff about... Um, it's not an accurate boat size, though. 
Because yeah. I, I read that the Durham boat is 66 feet long and 6 feet wide. Hmm. The six, beast boat. That's well, what they call it. Six. The boat. The this beast is a boat. Painting. So, well, you don't know, uh, do a little better can't job. Fit a sixty-six foot boat. Uh, you don't. You could. You could just have the front end. <laughs> you could Bob Ross that boat. <laughs> yeah. What? 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 what do we got to crop this in here. Yeah. Put some happy yeah, trees in there. Maybe. Come on now. You know. You're right. It's like uh, there's ice cubes in the water. Ice cube. I think that has to do something with the wrapper. If you think the Super Bowl ice cube. Oh, shit. You're right. missing out the Delaware. (laughs) Oh, this has to do with a Super Bowl halftime Illuminati skit. Uh, This is it. Delaware. Be aware. Just think about it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where's a gold necklace? No, no. I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure there was another post that said it's bigger than the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Puppy Bowl or something. I don't know. There's something weird going on, dude. There's been a minute. There's something fucking weird going on. So everybody keep their eye on it. But um, today is the formal day of Lupercalia. Lupercalia. It's the Valentine's Day Day of yesteryear. It's the Greek, Roman, uh, fucking pagan ritual. So it used to be on February 15th. Okay. And then it got Christianized. Moved back to the 14th. Mm. And then, so now everybody celebrates it on the 14th. But today, when you're listening to this, it will be the February the 15th. Yeah. The formal day of the pagan holiday. The, the OG? The OG day. OGV day? OGV. OG Valentine's. Yeah. Okay. Original Valentine's. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, man, I like that. So before we dive deep into that, though, you know what to do, right? Part of my American dot. Call. Oh, click it and take it, baby. Shirts, hats, Cha-ching. merch, Cha-ching. cups. You Cha-ching. want some? You want some coffee in the morning? Oh yeah. Get a part of my merch. I'm slipping. I'm slipping and I'm sipping. Uh, also, okay, I'm stupid. Patreon. We love Patreon. Yeah. You want some extra content? You want to support the podcast and uh, help us grow? Um, help us make this uh, something that we can uh, invest more time in. All that stuff is is uh, appreciated by us. We try to offer more content and yeah. compensation for your your hard-earned money, which we know is tight these days. But for sure, for all you that do support that and are on there right now, we we love you. We and we have a great time with you guys because we do uh, call-in shows at ten bucks a month. We get to interact with you. You can call in, ask us any question you want. Get to know us. We get to know you. And it literally is like a family. It's fuck. It's cool. <laughs> it's fucking. It's fucking cool. I like the fucking shit. Um, you know what else is fucking cool? <laughs> What's fucking up? The fucking fucking supernatural shit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Once a month we talk about Bigfoot. <laughs> That's a big old foot. Or Lucky. Yeah, we're gonna talk about know. mermaids. I think mermaids. Honest. That might be one. That might be yeah. something. The chupacabra. Oh, dude, we gotta explore it all. There's uh, so much shit that we haven't dug deep into yet. What's so. cool about that though? It's a Zoom call. We get to see your faces. We get to hang out as a group. Yes. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you do like what we do, you want to support us, that is the best way to do so. And then also, guys, make sure you're sharing and, and reviewing and downloading content. Yeah. Uh, that all helps us break the algorithm that we've been Download, racking our heads against. Yeah. Yes, sir. There you go, baby. So, yes, yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. Yes. Okay. So here's the deal. So Valentine's Day actually comes from, well... They think that it comes from this ancient pagan holiday. They think they don't really know. They're you know who really knows anything. Well, right? is that like is there? We'll get into it, but is there like some documents that say this, or are they just speculating? Well, I think that it's um, there's a lot of stuff that I haven't looked into as far as like documents, but everything yeah. that I have looked into says yeah, it, Valentine's Day came from Lupercalia. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. So it was like this ancient festival that was uh, sexually perverted. 
Okay, they had some sex. They had some sexy time. They were, uh, but also, you know, it was one of those sacrifice ritual things. So they there was some animal animal sacrifices happening. So they called it um, Saint Valentine's Day or the Feast of Saint Valentine. Yeah, so that comes later. Okay, I'm just giving out some names. Well, this Chris is looking up Valentine's Day as it is today, but you got to look up the history, okay? okay all right, all right. So the Lupercalia, okay? Oh, the creepy Lupercalia. It, uh, so it was known as the Festival of Sexual License. Now, if you had to get a license for sex, I don't know what I would do. Okay, like what's the stipulation? If you got to go into the, you know, you go into the uh, driver's license, uh, you want a sexual license as well? Is that like, like getting a deer hunting license or a, a fishing license? You're like, listen, I want to fuck. <laughs> yeah. They're like twenty bucks a month for. Just you literally this walk month. in and go, I want a fucking license. <laughs> yeah, and they go, they give fucking you, license. <laughs> they give you a whole uh, fuck in license. Yeah. Yes, ah. and they go only in February. <laughs> only for 30 days. <laughs> yes. But, but you can only really do it on one day. But what's the exam? Like, do you take a test? No, they just say you have to pay us to <laughs> get your rocks off. It's like, okay, here's a hole. Put your dick in the hole. I mean, oh, yeah, you passed. If you want to get a fishing license, it's you like pin the tail on the donkey. Anything. <laughs> a little yes. bit? Yeah, you do it blindfolded, though. Okay. You do it blindfolded. Pin the tail on the hooker. Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. You, you get times. a sexual license. Here you go, sir. Yes. Here you are, sir. So it was a, a Roman festival that took place between February 13th and February 15th. So they're saying that it was like a multi-day festival thing, but the actual day that it landed on was the 15th. Okay. Okay. And the Romans were freaks. They were freaky. They get, you they, know, freaky they dicky, like, man. They got down. Yeah, they didn't care. They didn't and, care and, who you were. And here's the deal. They were the original, like, sexual orientation shit. They were, they, they... These days, thems and whats. They did not care if you had a... It, her, Jim, I, 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 they didn't care. They thought everything looked good. They, they put it in you. Holes a hole. it in you. There you are. But, uh, <laughs> the hole. Holes a hole. The yeah, holy that's man. That's what they thought. The holy man knows. Mm. But every year, um, this festival symbolized purification, fertility, and the removal of your evil spirits. Okay? But... Mm. To understand Lupercalia, you have to know where it comes from and the, the beginning and the foundations of Rome. So Lupercalia derives from the word lupus, that means wolf. And so this was to honor Lupercus, the god of fertility, husbandry, and the protector of herds and crops. He was also a mighty hunter. and But also to honor the she-wolf that saved Romulus and Remus. So these two twins. So this is... The she-wolf? Yes. Listen to this. Okay, I'm listening. Back in the day... Okay, you had these two twins, Romulus and Remus. This sounds like two sexual diseases. I mean, these are, it's fitting for the Roman times. I mean, pretty sure Remus was a character in basketball. Well, it sounds like something you get. Um, Actually, yeah, it's yeah. ringing a bell a little bit. Yeah, it performs, it would have like some sort of open wound on your uh, your genitals. Hmm. A Remus. I, I have a Remus, everybody. Okay. That sounds what, like a butt disease. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> my Remus. He got That's reamed. what uh, Flat Earth Owl would call the vagina, <laughs> an open wound. Oh my gosh. Well, apparently they call it the wolf, because uh, now it's the cat. I'm going to get that cat, and they're like, I like that wolf, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That hairy wolf. Wolf pussy. But so, what the hell? What was that off of, man? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> that old grandma. That old, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Where'd that come from? 
You, well, just, you just struck a memory back. Okay. Anyways. So back in the day, okay, this is all uh, Roman mythology. We had King Amulius ordered for Romulus and Remus to be killed. But so what they were, they put him in, in a river mm-hmm. and they like a basket, just like Moses, you know, floated on down the river. This is what people did back in the day, I guess. They just put babies in the fucking river and then they floated until. Yeah, you ever see the movie Willow? There you go. Perfect yeah. example. Little baby floating down the river, picked up by little people. So that was like <laughs> little people. Okay, that was like their means of like we got to get adoption. Rid of this. Yeah. Yes. It's like don't take it to the fucking uh, you know the fire department. Well, it would. Well, be, there was no fire department. Yeah. You can't take it to the king. The river was the fire. department. The king was the end. Think about it. It's actually the same thing. Like they, in order to put out fire, they went to the river to get the water. So they're like, that is our fire department. Oh, yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah. Deliverance. <laughs> well, so the king ordered these men to go kill the, the babies, but the baby or the guys did not want to kill the babies. So they put Romulus and Remus in the river, floated down. They got stuck in this fig tree and rescued by a she wolf. A, a guy named Newton. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A fig Newton. <laughs> and it was delicious. Huh. Savior. That would have made the story. Right yeah. uh, the Lord Fig Newton. It was Robert Fig. <laughs> Could you imagine? There's a god named Fig Newton. Is this the shape of a Fig Newton on a fucking stone? It's like it made out of marble. Fig Newton. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so a, a she wolf rescued these baby twins, okay, mm-hmm. and raised them until they were like six. Some Tarzan shit. Yes. But mm-hmm. look, so there's a, a picture of this, Chris, in that second um, tab. It's called the Capitoline Wolf. Oh. Now, this is from, like, the Byzantine area. I mean, this is from, like, 5 B.C. They're they're saying 6 B.C. So, this is a real fucking statue, you guys. Hmm. And this wolf's got titties. Well, look at, yeah. Look at those mean, things. When they got little cubs, is that what it's called? For but, yeah. I, I mean, wolf those cubs? are droopy. Cubs? Yeah. yeah. Those are some droops. Yeah, but they are yeah. droopy. Like animals have droopy, droopy, you know, some okay. dogs have some real droopy. But so below the wolf's saggy boobies, we have Romulus and Remus, the two little babies that are drinking from the breasts. Hmm. So you have the milk or the milk of of a wolf. Wolf milk. Wolf milk. Mm-hmm. Surviving, growing, making these men strong until they're six years old, bro. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, what? I don't think they drank that milk that long, but is that where werewolves came from? I don't know, but would you guys drink milk or like milk from a wolf? I don't know why I keep on saying it milk. <laughs> maybe it's like wolf milk, and I'm trying yeah. to combine those two. I don't know. I mean, right now, no, but in a time of need, sure, you'd suck on that. That'd okay. suck on. That'd, I'd eat <laughs> oh it. Gosh, I'd eat that wolf. This is a little disturbing, everybody. I'm sorry, but hey, well, dude, if you're, you know, this hey. is some sexy fun time here with uh, the whole. Well, hey, I mean, around. if you're a, if you're a Remus. And you're a fucking a baby. You you just uh, wait a, a second. And a you were you were a baby. You were a baby. Okay. Okay. You were a fucking baby. There you go. A tit's a tit, man. What, it's what, true. What's the name? Milk Remus? to milk. Romulus and Remus. Romulus Remus. Yes. I wonder who got the most milk. I wonder if Romulus was uh, mad at Remus. I, don't know. I think Romulus did because that's who they named Rome after. Rome, Romulus, Rome. Oh, that's and so what happened was eventually these two got in a brawl. Romulus killed Remus and mm. took over and said, I'm the fucking king, bro. That was because of the milk. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm he, thinking too. Isn't that what milk. happened with Ezekiel and his brother too? Well, that's what, ha- I mean, Cain and Abel. Cain these, and Abel, that's what it was, not Ezekiel. So they killed each other. Or yeah. They, one killed the other. I don't think Cain not over anything, wolf, Not though. over wolf milk. For but, sure. But yeah. yeah, you got these similar. You never know. <laughs> like Greg said, you don't know what's real. 
You never yeah. fucking know, dude. We can say it. Why not? You got all these stories that overlap. We'll say that. That's for sure. So essentially, they were saved by the god Tiber- Tiberinus. Tiberinus? Because it was in the, the Tiber, or yeah, uh, the Tiberus River, right? Okay. Anyway, um, in the well-known episode, the twins were suckled by a she-wolf in the cave that was known as the Lupercal. And so the Lupercal cave, where this she-wolf took the twin brothers, is actually where the pagan festivity of Lupercalia takes place. In the cave. In the actual cave. Yes, the Lupercal cave. And so within this cave, the Lupercai, the male priests, conducted purification rites by sacrificing goats and a dog. And hmm. so the dog, like, they didn't sacrifice dogs, dude. So this was kind of a weird thing. So they're saying, like, either the dog was a representation of the wolf or it was because dogs are enemies of wolves and this was like a protection right or something who the fuck knows Hmm. but they killed a fucking dog all right and here's where it gets kind of weird is the bloodied knife was then used to anoint the foreheads of two luperci so in this ritual you had priests from both houses you had uh the romulus priests and the um the remus priests and you had one of each group come to the center and they would sacrifice the goats and the uh, the dog. They would take the the fucking bloody knife that was used for the sacrifice and put it put the blood on the foreheads of these two the rivals, the two Luperci. And then they would wash and wipe clean the blood with wool dipped in milk, and it was a symbol of purification. This is how they would purify. The uh, the rivalry, I guess, between themselves. I just, I to, hmm. to the, the, for the life of me, I cannot figure out where they come up with this shit. Right? Like they just looked in their hut and they were like, "What do we have? We got some wool. We got some milk. Throw it on my face. Bro. We got to sacrifice a goat. Yeah, I want you to splash that on my face. That's actually where Bukaki came from. <laughs> oh, the blue cocky. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a, pure, it's a purification <laughs> ceremony. Where's your, where's your milk? I'm getting purified, Dad. <laughs> Ay, 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 ay. Well, so here's the deal. Here's where it gets a little kinky and fun. All right. So, okay. This is where it gets. After- oh, should we give a warning about this? If you're underage, don't listen to this shit. This oh, is Valentine's well, Day. For sure. Yeah. This is kinky stuff. Uh, if you got kids in the room, get them the fuck out. You should already know that, by the way. I mean, we got an E. There's an explicit content, right? We already say that about yeah. our, con- you know, come on. Okay. Cloyed in the loincloths made from the sacrificed goats. And smeared in their blood, the Luperci would run around Rome, striking women with Februa. Februa. Thongs. Thongs made from the skins of the sacrificed goats. So they would create little thongs, little skibbies. Are you sure that's what they're meaning? Not like shoes. No, it's a thong. Okay. It's it's strapped up right around the nuts. Where's Mm -hmm. that name? Februa? Februa. Where's that? It's literally like... No, it's this is a different article. Oh, okay, fair, okay. But the Luperci believed that the floggings, so these, so that what they would do is they would make whips out of the skins of the sacrificed animals. Okay, but they were not meant to hurt you. They were meant to kind of like be like, oh, gotcha, <laughs> you're it. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Okay, sure. like it's a it's a gentle whipping. Like it's like a well, it's, it's not a like playful a hard thing. Whip. Okay, 
But the Luperci believed that the floggings purified women and guaranteed their fertility and ease of childbirth. Hmm. February, like Dave just uh, uh, mentioned, derives from Februa, Februa, which means purification. So February is the the month of purification. It's also um, fever, fever. It's the month that people get sick and have fevers and stuff. And that's like that was looked at as a form of purification. Like you're getting sick because your body's getting rid of toxins. Yes. There you go. So February, there's a lot of just weird shit about this. You know what I mean? But the um, the 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 running around naked because a lot of people said that they just fucking they streaked. They went through the Roman streets. They were streaking through the streets. They would just whip women. A lot of um, they would use this whip on animals too because it wasn't just like um, let's you know have sex with these people. It was like may the god of whatever grant you fertility and health. Mm. And so they would. A lot of women would line up for this and they would a lot of farmers would bring like their animals and they would like whip their animals with these things. And the whole town was involved with this and they liked it. And they were like, yes, this is good, man. Like, will you whip my goat, please? I want my goat to have children, you know, that kind of shit. (coughs) So they thought that this was a good thing. And um, later on. You had. Constantine. So Constantine had made the Roman church the brand of Christianity to the official religion of the Roman Empire in 325 AD. And church leaders wanted to do away with this pagan ritual, right? Mm. But the people wanted it. The people still wanted it. They're like, no, you ain't getting my fucking... This is Lupercalia, baby. I get naked. I go slap some women. you tell telling me we can't kill a goat? Like, what the hell? Yeah. So they're getting yeah. freaky about this, and they're saying, no, we want to keep this this holiday. Holy day, right? Hmm. Lupercalia was high on their list to get rid of, uh, but the Roman citizens thought otherwise. It was not until A.D. 496 that the Church of Rome was able to do anything about Lupercalia. Powerless to get rid of it, Pope Galatius instead changed it from February 15th to February 14th and called it St. Valentine's Day. It was huh. named after one of the churches. Now, this is disputed because it, there's a lot of different stories of who the St. Valentines could be. But nonetheless, it was a martyr. It was someone who died for their religious belief in God, in Jesus. Okay. And so that's what they're saying is that it was named after one of the church's saints who in A.D. 270 was executed by the emperor for his beliefs. So he was a martyr. Right? Okay. Now, what's weird is I think that why they dress up in these skins of the goat is to mirror. Um, have you seen? Um, look up Lupercus if you can, because it's it looks just like Pan, Pan's labyrinth, or like the uh, the goat. It has it's a horned figure. <coughs> it looks like you might have to go Google back. Image. Yeah, Google image that or whatever image. Yeah, go to images. Oh, there you go. So it has horns, but it also has a, a human torso of a man, but then feet of a goat. So it's that figure, right? The goat figure. There you go. So you have a goat, pretty much a goat head, the body of a man, and then the, the legs of a goat as well. 
So other mythologies have this figure as like Pan, Ball, Faunus. Mm-hmm. It's like for fauna. It's for the the growth of like fertility. It's meant for your your crops. Uh, but horns. So they were saying that this is where the term horny comes from. Is mm, from this lupercus. Lupercus has horns, and this is what this lupercalia was dedicated to. And this love, kind of fertility. So he was the original Saint Valentine's. He was the original god that Romans. Well, if had you, this like that for. picture that we have up here right now, Chris says ten facts about lupercalia. <coughs> oh, so okay, never mind, never mind. Okay. Yeah, the original saint. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I, I misread that. So it's just, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, uh, it kind of makes it because I, you think about St. Valentine's Day or just Valentine's Day, right? We don't call mm. it St. Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day. You think, okay, it's kind of one of those, you know, no, no, you don't really think that much about it. One of those weird holidays where I just think it's about making money. I think it's about, you know, feeling good. And, and you know, you could use it to kindle your relationship or rekindle things and. Just, you know, it's a reason to give gifts. Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite holiday. No. I feel like every day should be Valentine's Day. <laughs> there you go, not, baby. Like, we, yeah. We, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it, it's a weird kind of like a force, like, moneymaker for modern, modern times. So. There you go. Now, here's the deal, though, is um, going on off of this, to the Romans, February was also a sacred to Juno Februata. So there's that February thing again. The goddess of Phoebus, fever. So this is the fever of love and of women in marriage. So on February 14th, billets, small pieces of paper, each of which had the name of a teenage girl written on it, were put into a container. Teenage boys would then choose one billet at random. So it was like a sexual lottery, dudes. Listen to this. Hmm. This is the uh, how you, you know, like how we have like Valentines that we give around to people. Hmm. The boy and the girl whose name was drawn would become, quote, a couple joining in erotic games at feasts and parties celebrated throughout Rome. After the festival, they would remain sexual partners for the rest of the year. This custom was observed in the Roman Empire for centuries. Wow. So like those little Valentines that your kids are giving to people, that's based off of this fucking weird ass sexual slavery. Well, it's kind of like that. It's like spin the bottle, but they for don't a get year. the fucking choice who they're going to be with. Well, spin the bottle for a year. <laughs> you're going in that closet with uh, Harry, and you're gonna you're gonna be with Harry for the rest of uh, this year. Okay, that's but, gross. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm assuming the people that names get put on those little pieces of paper or whatever don't get the choice of whether their names in there or not. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like your parents would sign you up, be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, your name's in there, so go go, go, do what you got to do. Yeah. This is for the God. So what year? Yeah, that's gross, dude. What year are we kind of in right now? Like what time frame? Um, That's a good question. It's, um, well, Rome. I, I don't know. It's okay, before yeah. It's before Christ, dude. I mean, this is like. So at this time, though. <clears throat> at this time like uh so roman the roman calendar actually changed so february wasn't even a month oh really no so january and february were the last two months added to the roman calendar 
since the Romans originally considered winter a monthless period, they were added by Numa Papalius. I'm probably saying that wrong in 713 BC. So I I know that you were ahead of this, I think, a little bit. Well, look, this says Lupercalia may have started at the time of the founding of Rome. So 753 BC, so 753 BC may have started then. Okay. So you, you, yeah, you this, uh, this says history of Lupercalia conventionally starts with the founding of Rome. So. And it said, but it ended about 1200 years later at the end of the 5th century AD. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, but that's a good point, though, is that the calendar has changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like the Gregorian calendar, when did that come in? Because that's what we have right now is the Gregorian calendar. <clears throat> Well, that was, I think, that final, like the 713 BC that they were talking about, if that's what it was, was the last, the, the last two months were, were, were January, February added. So I think that made the, the complete October 1582 is when See, that was. Introduced. Oh, the Gregorian. So, like, what calendar are they talking about in these articles? Like, Februatus and Februata, Juno, Februata. You know what I mean? Like, what was the Roman calendar? That's a great question. Well, I'm just, uh, yeah, because I know I saw this not too long ago, but it, it was definitely, it was weird. When did the calendar change to 12 months? In 45 BC, Julius Caesar ordered a calendar consisting of 12 months based on a solar year. Oh, the calendar is, employed a cycle of three years of 365 days, followed by a year of 366 days, which was the leap year. Wow. Yeah, the term often includes the <coughs> Julian calendar established by the reforms of the dictator Julius Caesar and Emperor Augustus in the late first century of BC. Okay, so that's what they were on. Yeah. They were on the Julian calendar. Now, one thing that I'm not sure of is these articles that I'm reading. Have they already decoded that? And then the time of in the Gregorian calendar of February is the actual time that they were talking about in the Julian calendar. I don't know. Dude, it's pretty weird when you look up some of this shit, bro. Right? Roman dates were counted inclusively forward to the next of three principal days. The first of the month, which was called the Calends, a day shortly before the middle of the month, the Ides, and the eight days. Yeah, the Ides of March. Nine counted inclusively before this, the Gnomes. Yeah, and so the Ides are in every month. And this... this, uh, Lupercalia lands in the Ides of February. Dude. It says the winter period was later divided into two months, January and February. But initially it was not. These months Here. ran for 38 noondinal cycles, each forming an eight-day week, nine days counting or counting inclusively, hence the name. Ended by ritual, uh, religious rituals in a public market. Dude, I, I feel like... I guess it was also known as the Republican calendar. Oh, boy. Dude, you could really dive into this. That's what I'm saying, yeah, bro. It's interesting. It was, it was used until 45 BC. Yeah. In the Julian calendar. I mean, what is that? Replaced by the Julian calendar. But so here's the deal is you have the Chinese New Year. They are not on the Gregorian calendar, right? Yeah. What are they on? What is it? Is the Chinese New Year kind of closer to this at all? I don't know. But the lunar calendars are a, a big deal, dude. I, and a lot of what I'm looking up to is that, or a lot of what I have been looking up is that this Greek, Roman, Egyptian, pagan mythology is heavily surrounded by astrology. Yeah. Uh, the 
This is the the Roman calendar before the Julian calendar came in was presented and followed the phases of the moon. A lunar calendar. Yeah, it was a lunar calendar. A lunar calendar, yeah. Yeah. That was the original Roman calendar. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, and, and that that explains all the sh- weird shit that happens on the full moons. You know what I mean? Like, let's have shit that ha- we want to happen on a full but moon. It's like really crazy. Oh, man, I, I don't want to get off Valentine's Day, but I'm just saying <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't care. It says like the lunar calendar whose months begin from the first signs of a new crescent moon because a lunar cycle is uh, about twenty nine and a half days long. Such such months would have varied between twenty nine and thirty days. Twelve months would have fallen 10 to 11 days short of a solar year without adjustment. Such a year would have quickly rotated out of alignment with the seasons in the manner of the Islamic calendar. So by not doing all these add-ins and, and changes, it would have went out of cycle. Yeah, this says it constantly required a group of people to decide when days should be added and removed in order to keep calendar in sync with astronomical seasons. Yeah. But they used to have 10 months in the calendar, which is just weird. <clears throat> Dude, it's very strange. And if you think about what we're going into is uh, if you looked up the 2 yeah. that that day that's going to happen, hmm. that's yeah. a whole different topic. But that is something that fits into the alignment that something's something big will happen on 2 that happens to land on a Tuesday. Hmm. Hmm. And there is so much fucking uh, pagan shit around that day that's happening in less than 10 days. So So as far as the Valentine's Day goes, what turned it? So so what you're saying is it was initially kind of like a ritual. It was a pagan holiday. And it was, you know, they do the milk spreads. They would sacrifice animals. They would sacrifice animals. When did it come? When did it become a holiday of just boning? Well, so it's always had that sexual connotation, from what I can tell. But you look at it was a polytheistic or polytheistic uh, festival. So, like, there's many gods involved. There's Lupercalia or uh, Lupercus. There's mm. the Tiberius, uh, the river god. There's multiple gods that they were worshiping on that day. Sure. Then we had the Christianity come in and they Christianized Valentine's Day. St. Valentine's Day. And they turned it into St. Valentine's Day. And yeah. so one God, one one kind of martyr, because St. Valentine's Day died for God, Jesus Christ. Sure. Right? But at that point, from what you've read, because I know this is something you've been like interested in for a little bit. You're just kind of reading on it. Yeah. When, uh, when it kind of got Christianized, if you will. Did that turn into the holiday of love or was it still a sacrifice? See, that's the thing is, I don't know. Maybe people were because pagans didn't want to get rid of this. They didn't want to get rid of this holiday from from all accounts that I could tell. So what they could do, it's just like uh, when you tried to ban alcohol. That ain't happening, bro. We're going to open up our speakeasies. Well, it's always been about love, just a different kind of love. That's it. That's it. And so the whole love thing is making love. And has, then just feeling love. Has metamorphosized or you know, metamorphized or whatever the hell. Uh, so over. it says Lupercalia survived the initial rise of Christianity, but was outlawed that was, as it was deemed, quote, unchristian. At the end of the 5th century, when Pope Galatius declared yeah. February 14th St. Valentine's Day, 
It was not until much later, however, that the day became uh, definite or definitively associated with love. Yes. Yeah. And so that's that's what I said earlier. But mm. essentially, when you have you bring in Cupid. So Cupid was another god. Cupid is a, a Roman god. And the arrows, you know, if you get struck by the Cupid arrow, you will be um, in this like feverish love with somebody. It's almost like a yeah. lust at that point. So <clears throat> the heart shape, I was looking up, where did that come from? Like, yeah. why do we use the heart shape? Because it looks nothing like a human heart. It's an ass. Yeah, that is one aspect of it. That's heart why shape, they, they ate a lot of peaches back then. The, it mm. looks like an ass. It looks like boobs. Mm. They're saying that they, they were, and this is real. I'm not like trying to be fucking weird. Some cleavage. Yes. Okay. So that is what they were saying that that's where it came did from. they have to make it so bright red? They couldn't have made it peachy? The red is blood. Oh well, yeah, that's what I think it was. It was the sacrificed animal blood. They should they probably s- go to the doctor. They're <laughs> uh, shooting yeah. all the red stuff out there. So that's uh, it's one of those things. And Cupid is one of those weird gods where you're like, what is the point of you? <laughs> I, I mean, I get it, but they, I think they use that mm-hmm. as an excuse for adultery. Mm, maybe because they were saying, hey, and honestly, for child molestation. These fucking weirdos, man. Because they were like, I was struck by the arrow of Cupid. I couldn't control myself. Okay, yeah, okay, I believe you. <laughs> Y'all, that's so, all you had to say. Court of Love, the earliest uh, description of February 14th as an annual celebration of love appears in the Charter of the Court of Love. The charter allegedly issued by Charles of France at Mantis La Jolly in 1400 described lavish festivities to be attended by several members of the royal court, including a feast... Uh, Moria song and poetry competitions, jousting and dancing. Amid these festivities, the attending ladies would hear and rule on disputes from lovers. Yeah, there we go, dude. So they would hear and rule on <coughs> disputes of lovers. It's like, I tried to last longer. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. You are occupied. No, but I, I think that that <laughs> falls in line with this Cupid's arrow. Like, I cheated on you. This is our, let's go to court. We'll, we'll hear your dispute. Cupid's mm. arrow hit me, and I, I cheated on you. I was struck by Cupid's arrow, and I could not contain my lust because this arrow was in me. Is this like the fucking an ancient dating game? Remember that show? It's yeah, it's almost like cheaters. Uh, <laughs> where where they fucking <laughs> they were at Denny's. He yeah. asked him a bunch of questions. You said he was just a friend, damn it. He asked him a bunch of questions, and she'd she'd pick one based on their answers. It's there, you guys. This is just we're we're living in a modern era of Roman fucking Greek mythology. That's that's oh, yeah. They haven't gotten rid of any of this shit, and it would we're it just, just kind of forms. Yes, like we've gotten rid of the sacrifice shifters, obviously, right? We're we're we've well, gotten rid maybe. of maybe some people haven't. But that's what I think that the main difference is is that you've taken this. Uh, and Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time. Is that with uh, polytheistic religions, you have this um, physical killing of something. Like, you have to murder something to sacrifice it, whereas Christianity brings in the abstract. You can you can metamorphose that, or you can um, change that into some sort of abstract belief system, and you don't have to kill anything. You can sacrifice in other ways. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. You know what I mean? gets a little deep but it's also fucking it's crazy man no it's interesting (laughs) 
They're like vampires. They we love have one blood. Or two on this one. Um, just the one. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I think because I, I, I'm definitely, I like the Valentine's thing. Yeah. But I also like it, when you're diving into this, you're starting to like open up a bunch of doors. Dude, it I does. think the, the Romans, it's interesting. Like the way that they, they've actually shaped us a lot as far as how we. Dude, if, if you dive into the Roman structure or actually if you look at Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. and how that is structured around Roman mythology, it would blow your mind. Even the um, the initiation of the president. Yeah. It's called the the rising of Osiris. It is a ritual every single time because it's done in front of the Washington Monument, which is an obelisk. Okay. And you have the reflecting pool beneath it. It's always done at high noon. So the sun beats down at the strongest sun rays on the reflecting pool to sign up or to shine up on that obelisk to give it the heat. Oh. It's fucking weird, bro. It's weird. Like, why do we do these things that we do? Like, why is the president always anointed at in front of the Washington Monument? Tradition, symbolism. Because it's dope. It it could be. Could be because fucking Lucy Gum, bro. Creatures of Lucy. Lucy Dacio is so dope. Lucy nicotine. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. Look, hey everybody, we're all adults here, okay? You know, regardless of this Lupercalia talk and this weird, you know, Roman mythology, I know some of us choose to nick our or choose to use our nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Okay. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? Yeah. Lucy is a top-notch nicotine. I prefer the pouches, but gum, yeah. lozenges, all kinds of different things. If they had Lucy back in the Lupercalia days, do you think that they would have that in there? They'd be using that during the Lupercalia festivals? Maybe, Maybe if they had Lucy gum, they wouldn't be doing rituals. That's so, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, you prevent a ritual. You never know what would happen. Uh, I will tell you that it's uh, <laughs> it's high-quality stuff. Um, I've tried all the competitors. I've been <clears throat> chewing nicotine pouches for uh, quite a while, and uh, these offer... 12 or 8 milligram and apparently 12 milligram as well as they got four. Yeah, they do have four. Um, it's, it's great tasting. It's long lasting. Gives you that, uh, freshness in your mouth. Like you're chewing some gum. Dude, check out these. They have espresso, spearmint, cool cider, mango, wintergreen, cinnamon, a bunch of different freaking flavors. bro. Yeah. And so the nice thing about Lucy is that you can actually uh, sign up. They can do a one-time delivery per month. It prevents you from doing those late night runs that I've done so many times when I'm like, holy crap, it's 1 a.m. and I got one pouch left. You're fiending. And I know in the morning I'm not going to want to get up and go to the Minimart. So yeah. get yourself a, a setup where you can get a delivery. You have it you know, at will. Um, like I said, it's it, it, honestly, of all the stuff that I've tried from competitors, this is right up there with the best. I mean, I honestly think that this will be the top product very, very soon if it's not getting there right now. It's clean. So it's it's nice product, and you can chew the gum if you're at work or something. Um, I highly suggest it. But we have some warnings, right? Yeah. Also, we have to read this this little disclaimer here. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Be responsible. Be responsible. Uh, Don't don't let the kiddos play with it, right? Come on now. So remember, if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code PARDON. It goes a long ways to help us. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll leave that link in this episode on podcast form and, you know, on our Yeah, this is a, this is one that I, I genuinely like. And we, you know, all the products that we talk about, we, we won't take them unless we like them. And uh, this is one I use daily. So go check it out. Help us out and uh, try something good and new. There you are, sir. There it is. Do it to it. Um, you know, it's uh, the Cupid shit. Like, all this stuff is... Valentine's Day. I wonder when the last time somebody used that as an excuse. Yeah, because you brought up the cheating thing. It's like I wonder when the last like was it? You know, it was actually documented in a court date. Yeah, they're like, listen, it's arrow as an excuse. Listen, I I was in a love trance. Okay, I got shot in the ass, and then I saw an ass, and I couldn't resist that ass. (laughs) (laughs) So instead of sacrificing, I'm gonna kill that ass. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think happened. I'm betting that was about. 1 AD. That was probably the last time that that was used. Oh, damn, dude. Because then those women just beat the shit out of the guy and was like, bullshit. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no, the God of God of love does not care about you. Okay? Hold, hold on a second here. I, I found something. Look at this. Uh, No, that's just a call. Nah, there's some weird shit, bro. I'm finding, like, when Cupid's arrow has a poisoned tip. Oh, boy. I don't know if so I want to read called, that. Uh, that's what they used to call STDs. Uh, that's so. what they that, No, that's what they call Dr. Fauci. Okay, uh, stay away from Dr. Fauci. Yeah. He has Prometheus that poison. had that, that, I can't even think of the word. What's the word? <laughs> I love that, dude. The poison tip. You guys should have so seen Dave's face. <laughs> I couldn't. I literally just brain farted like you wouldn't believe. He looked like Heather McDonald. No, oh. <laughs> too soon. Never Come on now, soon. she's a comedian. Hey, that's answer. what happens when you, um, you know, try to make fun of other people. Well, so here's the deal, though: is this whole mythology thing? Have you seen the show or heard of the show Raised by Wolves on HBO Max? No, no. Um, have you ever heard of the show Vikings? Yes. Yeah. You know Ragnar? Nope. Ragnar Northbrook. Whatever the hell is it? The main guy in, in Did, Vikings. Didn't watch it. I know of it. Didn't watch it. So he's in this Raised by Wolf show, and that's what this whole show is, Raised by Wolves. It's about the founding of a new Rome or a new humanity on a different planet. But, um, yeah, like there's androids. There's people that are into this Mithra cult. There's a bunch of symbolic or symbolic or sim. Symbolical? Symbolic? Symbolic? <laughs> Symbolic things that go around this whole, um, the founding of Rome, the, the Romulus and Remus survived by a wolf, and they survived off of this wolf's milk. And in this show, you have these embryos that are raised by androids over on a different planet. And their purpose, the androids' purpose was to found or uh, to create humanity's new flourishment. Like Star Wars shit. Mm. It is very much like what this whole story is around. It's Greek mythology, and it's it's by, um, what's his name? Uh, Ridley Scott, the guy who created Aliens. So it's yeah. a, there's a lot of the Prometheus stuff in there. You know yeah. how like the androids had the, mm. the blood is milk? Yeah. The blood of mm. these androids are also milk. And you're thinking, okay, so... The embryos live off of the milk of the android. The android is taking place of the wolf in this, you know. Everything all derives from the same shit. Yes. So it's it's uh, mm. it's an interesting concept. And you guys should definitely watch that show, Raised by Wolves. It's a, I will. It's a fascinating concept between atheists. So the, the androids are atheist. 
And then you have this fucking religious cult that is bizarre as well. So the two options are (laughs) not so good, but they get into a war on Earth. And so the atheists send up an android with a bunch of human embryos saying, hey, go start a new civilization somewhere. And if you think about the foundings of Rome, it started with this, you know, these infants being raised by wolves. And now this is happening on a different planet. It gets freaking freaky. It's weird. It's just weird that Valentine's Day is like the, it was kind of known as the like feast. Mm. It's like a feast. Yeah. Mm. Well, they had feasts on every pagan festival holiday thing. So that was kind of like True. part so of it. part of the main thing. Yeah. Mm. Like a sacrifice, feast, and fucking. That's pretty much what they did. Yeah. Because they, 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 the Romans love dangling those berries in people's faces and shit. <laughs> That's true. true. They always like just teabagged with grapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, a, lot and, of, a lot of teabagging. And the men were always laying like Dave lays when he eats stuff. Like he's laying on his side. <laughs> Dude, that's it. Uh, Dude, I'm like Roman and Carson reincarnated, bro. <laughs> yes. I'm just like my leather strap to cover my junk. Yeah. Feed me a do, strawberry. Do you like my skin cloth? Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. made out of goat skin. Freshly killed. Cupid has hit me this time hard. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it hit me hard, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. My freshly killed goatskin froth cannot contain my manhood. <laughs> Can't contain my berries, bro. Yes. Oh boy. Ah, that's good, man. The fig. Yeah, I know we were kind of talking about the fig, but do you guys know like how a fig is created? No. It's created by a dead bug. Did you know that? Ooh. I read about this I the other like day. So like a, a, a out of the dead, you create the new. Yeah, apparently like a hornet or like a, uh, a fig bee. I don't know what the hell they're called. <laughs> fig bees. <laughs> Look that shit up. No, it's because you brought up the fig tree. That's like, something Doug Funny eats. Newton. I don't know. But like uh, uh, this fucking bee thing crawls into the fig, like the yeah. actual, and dies in there. And then it fucking creates the fig. So when you eat a fig, like a fig Newton, you're eating a fucking bug, bro. Oh my goodness. Well, and that just, uh, if you think about bringing life from death. That's a fig plant if he wants to show it. But check this out, dude. In a nutshell, let's let's see if we can kind of. Well, does that not look like alien? Right there. Right there. So here it is. If you always thought your childhood friends were pulling your leg when they told you figs were full of dead insects, it turns out they were right. And you were wrong. Indeed, figs do contain digested wasps, which become trapped inside the fruit during pollination. Isn't that kind of fucking weird? That's really weird, dude. And that's weird that the fig tree was something that they got caught in. Can you find a picture of a wasp going into a fig thing? Like into a fig like the, during the pollination process? Because it's really weird. It goes in and just fucking like gets stuck. And it has to be a dead wasp? Or can it be anybody? I think that's what, I mean, the pollination process, I think this is what it is. Oh, okay. Um, but it's it's an interesting, it, it's kind of like uh, reincarnating itself. Like it's That's kind of like, saying. and you talk about like the figs, the phoenix, the the rebirth. Yeah, right? you, can, you can see. I don't know if there's like a. Uh, well, I mean, any of those. There's basically a bug in there. I mean, it just crawls in there and it fucking, which is weird. I mean, I guess you know it's part this, of life. Well, right? but this is something that depends on the hornet to land on. Is it a hornet or is it a bee? Like a, a wasp. It's a wasp. Look, you can see the wasp suck in there. Okay, so it, this fig depends on the wasp to land on it and get stuck inside of its pit. And then it uses, like, it basically breaks down this this wasp and it becomes part bizarre, of the dude. fucking thing that you eat. Think if, uh, 
other things dependent on dead dead tissue it's to, like, to grow. It's like the original Venus flytrap, if you think about it. Look at that shit. Is that really Oh, no, it? that's not it. That's, that's, that's not a, it. That's a fucking, that's something else. But <laughs> I, I think it's interesting because... Um, but out of death comes a birth of something else. And it's delicious. You created this whole new thing. It's delicious to somebody. I mean, I, I love Fig Newtons. Yeah, I, I just want I to know, like, who the hell doesn't like a fig? Yeah. I'll eat the sleeve. <laughs> who doesn't like a fig? You eat the sleeve? <laughs> yeah, I'll have a sleeve of Fig Newtons. It's an interesting law. I just kind of ran across that, and you were talking about the fig, and you said Fig Newton, but I was running across it, and it's like, that's a weird thing, dude. No, it, it, it's it's uh, it's one of those symbolic things where, um, you know, if if these, it makes you think, right? What if those child or the children would have not been rescued by the wolf? They would have succumbed to the fig. Maybe that's what they're trying to say. Because they got stuck in a fig tree in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like they would have been the sacrifice to the fig to re- be reborn again as something new giving back to the earth. Hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Okay. Like they're, it sounds gross, but like the tissue of their bodies would become something that would, the earth could reuse again. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's part of like life, but first of all, I want to just say this is stupid, but who would see a fig and open it and be like, I want to eat that so bad. It, it looks, looks gross. It looks like gross. a rundown butthole. <laughs> a rundown butthole. <laughs> Doesn't it? Like that looks like <coughs> oh gosh that looks like you need to put like some like something on that you need to put some like oral cream it has it. the remus that the, that looks like a remus that's a that is what a the remus, remus. Is. get away from me it's so red and blistered oh that is bloody that's <laughs> fucking gross it's gone man. through its own sacrifice <laughs> it's dignity <laughs> it's lost. it sacrifices dignity <laughs> okay. So but the that, fig tree uh, is, is a metaphor for Israel. Oh my goodness! Are you kidding? The fig tree is also symbolic of Israel itself. You guys, there's so much shit around this that we are probably missing, and I'm sure there's a lot of people like you. Gotta, you didn't say this, you fucking idiots. But we're still digging into this, and this is like it's no, so it's bizarre. Just, it's one of those things that, like, you know, we're it leads into it's the fun other. to talk about all this stuff, and we could dive in. I mean, the fig and it's the blessing of the figs. Wow, yeah, um, that's a whole new episode right there. It's just, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. So, figs actually flourish in Israel today. Mm, there's a lot of today. Glasses. Israel is full of fig trees. Hmm. You know, it's a there, there, there. It is, dude. You got the the Israel flag right next to a fig tree. Yeah. Wow. Google does some uh, cool images right there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no. So, yeah, so that's just... Uh, I mean, what's... Uh, okay, let's stop for a second real quick. What's up, what, what do we got here? We're, we're we about there. Five minutes. We're okay, there. Let's, let's, let's end. Let's ring it in here. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. We love our wives, right? And yeah. we respect the significance. I don't love Valentine's Day, but that has nothing to do with how much I care about my wife. And I exactly. think everybody would agree. Yeah. And I think obviously with modern times, uh, Valentine's Day has, has turned into this uh, beast like Christmas. You know, yeah, it's a corporate monster. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. Um, it's nice to remember, you know, like that day you kind of you're just like, you know, you think about all the reasons why. Because, you know, we, we we have life. Right. And with yeah. life comes work and we come, you know, responsibility and children. And sometimes it's nice to have that reminder. Yep. That you're like, you know, what makes me love you so much? You kind of think about those things, right? Yeah. But it is, uh, it, it's one of those holidays that's been just uh, 
molested by modern society. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you guys, what <coughs> what do you really think of Valentine's Day as a whole? Like, do, do, you, do you have any value in it? Or is it like, I know we all said it's not our favorite and all that stuff, but so, do, you, do you do you think there we you could you could put more effort into liking it? Maybe that is something that we no. I think that it's it's a forced upon event. I think that like things like your anniversary is more meaningful to you and your wife because that's the day that means something to you. Yeah, not something that is supposed to mean something to everybody else, right? Like yeah. February fourteenth, who gives a shit, right? And I think that um, it's purposeful. I think it's a lot like the Super Bowl. It's meant to make money. It's yeah. meant to. It's a day. And every single year comes around, you have roses, you have heart-shaped chocolates, you got all this other shit. All of it goes on sale. It's a big, like, profit. Yeah. There's profit models based around it. For sure. So how could it be something about love? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. What do you think, Chris? Um, I personally don't like the holiday itself. Uh, I take it as more of... Uh, uh, I kind of use... Valentine's Day is more of a like you were kind of you were saying kind of a personal reminder, like a, a day to to think myself to reflect, like just think about your loved ones and every everything you together have been through sure. and uh, everything you've sacrificed or flourished on and everything. And I think that that would be the true meaning of it for me, not necessarily the the, gifts the corporate that. side of things. So, I mean, Valentine's Day with you saying that is an important thing then, because it is kind of like the little alarm clock, you know. But with that yeah. said, too, I, I, I there's a part of me that thinks Valentine's Day is a way to divide in some in some situations, because I, I know there's, you know, if you're a single person, like Valentine's Day can be a very uh, traumatic time or depressing. a stressful time, depressing. Yeah. You, you know, if you're you're not where you want to be or you can't find that even as a kid, like if you don't ask to be a Valentine, you're like heartbroken that you're, you know, the person you have a crush on doesn't want to, you know. Yeah. And it's like, it's a weird thing that you're like, fuck that guy, fuck that chick, whatever, you know, like who cares about them? But we, we do put an importance on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, um, I think we all agree. It's a good reminder. Yeah. So, hey, oh yeah, it's Valentine's day. Maybe I'll do something. Yeah. Let's do something. Right. Yeah. Let's go out to eat. Let's go out to dinner. Let's have an feast. experience. I want a feast. There yeah. you go. We should make Valentine. Let's make Valentine's feast again. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I like that. Yeah, man. Let's make Valentine's feast again. Make yeah. Valentine's hungry again. I'm going to feast on your mouth later. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Got to get that wolf. You know what I mean? That wolf. Blood. <laughs> I'm just joking. Just but say, no. hey, hey, babe, you want a wolf bite? I'll give a you that wolf. wolf. <laughs> you, want, you want a wolf yeah. bite tonight? Nah, you know, I just, uh, it, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I no, think the, it's important. But it is weird, though, because you have, mm-hmm. there's certain women and men mm-hmm. who expect things. On Valentine's Yeah, the Day. expectations are, I think, what drives there you everybody go. crazy. There you go. You know? And it's like, oh, I didn't go on a date or I didn't. Yeah. And it's like, you expected to? Like, you know? I don't know. I, I think. But who you, put those expectations in your brain? Oh, society, for sure. Yeah. You know? But it's just another way that they can. But look at where the root of those expectations came from. They came from this uh, paganistic ritual animal sacrifice festival. Well, I mean, okay, but. <sighs> I don't know if I'd say that. I think that like the origins of it and whether I, I disagree or agree with any of it, I don't like. Well, that's dogs. what I said. It's just the origin. But I'm saying modern people turned into what it is. It yeah. wasn't. I mean, initially it was like, hey, like, let's get naked, maybe fuck, but we can beat a dog. 
and then I can beat you with that <laughs> yeah. dog's skin. Let's let's rip the skin off, and we'll, I'll make a whip out of it. It was like the first yeah. BDM. You know what I'm saying? It was like the very first it was, like, leather straps. It was, like, dude. Yeah, man. Or, S&M? Is S&M? It? Oh, S&M? I think you said BDM. What's BDM? I don't know. I, don't, I, I think that's a um, something that Apple's coming out with next month. It's <laughs> like a new <laughs> iPhone. S&M. <clears throat> what is BDM? Hmm. I don't even know why I said that. It just popped out of my mouth like... Uh, it's some German. Okay, thing. so anyways, yeah. S and M. There you go. They whipped each other with leather. Yeah. Where but does leather come from? Animals. Animals, man. There you go. It makes sense. It's all pagan. It's all fucking. <laughs> so you know, it's just it's the way we do things. There's maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the root of it's really good. I just, I you know, I, I would just say like as a husband, and this is my ending. As a husband, uh, uh, you know, I I wish that it wasn't. To where I like, oh man, I fuck, I didn't get a oh, gift yet. Something, yeah. I gotta get like flowers or chocolate, or I gotta get you a card. Yeah. And I, I, you can ask my wife. I've always thought that was just sappy. Like I, you know, modern TV shows, all this stuff. I'm like, everything's so sappy. It's not real. That's not real. You know, yeah. I'm like, why do I have to write on a card all the reasons why I love you? Like, I, you know, I should do a good enough job to tell you that, and I don't. I don't think anybody does. But I should be doing that more on a regular basis, and not just on a card once a year. Yeah. You know. Dude, that's a good point. That is a very good point. Yeah. So it should be something that you do. Like a Valentine's Day should be um, sporadic. Spontaneity is a great thing for a love life, it right? It is, yeah. Just like leaving a Valentine's every now and then, like, hey, uh, I'm going to work and I see a note from my wife. Oh, oh, that's fucking, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. She wants to do a little something, something. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that later. That's, that's mm. nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I mean, leave her one underneath her desk. And so hopefully no one finds that. But, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah. No, I hear you. You think bro. Valentine's Day spawned blue balls? Oh, definitely. Mm. Without Valentine's Day, we would be men being like, oh, I'm really horny and I don't have anybody. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, it was Lupercalia and then it became Valentine's Day. And then it all these blue, guys. Blue Percalia. <laughs> Got the blue, blue Percalia. It was Blue Balias. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hey, so we're good, right? No, yeah, we're good. We're all man. good. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it's a, it's fun to dive into that kind of stuff. And then it's amazing to see where it leads you. You start exploring all these It's a big shit. fucking rabbit I love that. It's I big. That. It's big. So um, anyways, regardless, I do hope that you enjoy your Valentine's Day. With Absolutely. your Enjoyed. significant other, yeah, or boyfriend, true. girlfriend, whatever <clears throat> it may be, or by yourself. Yeah. If you're single, take yourself out to eat. There you go. Go, go, go. I want the best meal. What's my favorite thing? And you yeah. do you. Yeah, dress up in leather and whip somebody with it. Yeah, no, look, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you are my balance. <laughs> yeah. All righty. I love you, and you're beautiful. Well, raise your glasses, gentlemen. We all have cans, aluminum cans. Until next time, everybody, it's been rich. This episode was rich. Yes. Okay. Sayonara. <laughs>